tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you gotta get a shot. Yeah. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. You are now listening to the Basketball Jones Podcast. All right, all right. What's up, people? What's up, man? This is your boy, Jonathan. Your boy, Keetwan, a.k.a. Master. And your boy, Jalen. We back at it, man. Playoffs going crazy right now. Yes, sir. Welcome to another edition of the Basketball Jones Pod. Um, yeah, man. Playoffs is rolling. A lot has happened since we uh, got together. Um, one of those being a good bit of the NBA um, season awards. A lot of the winners were announced. Uh, shoot, man. Jay, you want to run through that? Yes, sir. So we just started with all the awards. Uh, uh, the first award, the first one that got announced was uh, Julius Randle again, most improved player. Uh, I love that. I think he deserved it. Uh, then after that, we got Jordan Clarkson. He got a sixth man of the year. Another former Laker. I love that one, too. That should have been obvious. Uh, after that, we had um, Coach of the Year, uh, Tom Thibodeau of the New York Knicks, Coach of the Year. Uh, can't really argue. I mean, I wanted Monty to get it, but hey, the Knicks came out of nowhere this year, too. So, uh, can't be mad. Then we had Rudy Gobert again, Defensive Player of the Year, once again. It's his third time, believe it or not. I think only what, Dwight Howard and... I can't realize one of Ben Wallace, the only other players in NBA history to have defense play of the year three times, so that's crazy. And then um, lastly, last award that was announced the other day was the Joker, Nikola Jokic, of the Denver Nuggets winning MVP. So, yeah, the uh, only award I think they got remaining left to announce is Rookie of the Year. But, yeah, that's the award wrap-up so far. Honestly, I have no problem with none of the awards, really. You got the Coach of the Year, which me and Jonathan called with Tibbs. And uh, Julius Randle, those two was hand-to-hand for me. Six men like Lou Will, Jordan Clarkson, MVP, Big Yoke. Yeah, that was that was obvious, in my opinion. That was real obvious. And, yeah, Rudy Gobert, defense player of the year. I mean, it could have went to him or Ben Simmons, I guess. I'm just glad they put some respect on my, on my boy Draymond name and had him in the top three. But, yeah, I'm just waiting on them to give uh, Ricky Miller the ball. Y'all got anything else with these uh... – Awards, yeah. One one thing I like they're doing again is like how they used to do it. They present the players the MVP awards like in front of the home crowd. You know they stopped doing it because they started yeah. doing that award show after the season, and they want it didn't feel as authentic. So I like how they doing it like that again this year. Yeah, I like how the yoke got the embrace with his brothers. Hell, those are always good moments. Right, and when Joe Ingles presented, uh, Jordan Sun presented him with Hillary. Yeah, that was probably the best one. Yeah. That was, like, the best one for me. Yeah, Sun got the year in the most in Peru. Yeah, so I like how they doing that this year. Y'all rather it be like this than have a, a formal award show? Definitely. I thought that award show was just some extra news anyway to drive some ratings to the season over with. But it just feel more authentic this way, man. I, don't, like, I didn't like the award show at all. I got you. Now I did. Yeah. I will say I did like it the year Drake hosted it. I thought it was entertaining, but I think it does feel more genuine. Like this. Like, like giving the MVP like during the home crowd. You know how crazy that would be. Right before the home playoff game. Yeah, give it. Yeah, that'll be dope. They should take notes in the NBA with that. As we're recording this, you know we're deep into the. Uh, we're about halfway through the conference semifinals. Uh, Brooklyn has just lost game four, and Milwaukee has tied things up 2-2 there. 
that's where we currently are right now. We got a game coming on later this evening uh, with uh, Phoenix and Denver. That's going to be interesting. But the last time we was together, we was in the middle of the first round. We was at the end of the first round. So just want to go through and do, do some uh, takeaways from just get what's two or three of your main takeaways from uh, the first round series now that they're wrapped up completely. Um, we can just run through these. We can start in the East. Um, and uh, let me see. So, I guess, yeah, Keetwan, man, you got anything with the uh, – we start in the East, started that 1-8 matchup, Philly and Washington. Anything noteworthy for you with that outside of just Westbrook? He ain't really going to go nowhere with Washington other than that. Yeah, that was, that was just about it. Shout out to Kendrick Perkins on um. Westbrook being on the all the uh, all NBA he is who he is list. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Shout out, shout out KP. But yeah, there's nothing really to take from that. It's just like Washington one on nothing really. Philly did what they had to do. Yeah, I gradually want Bradley be on a new team already. Man, I know he don't want to leave, but I just want to see him on an actual winning team because his career is literally wasting in Washington. So who do you think gets out of Washington first, Bradley Bill or Russell Westbrook? Yeah, probably Bradley Bill because you get more for him because Washington was like the only team that wanted Russell anyway. And plus, what, what I don't know what would you get back for Russ really. No, but it's a bad but even if, And the thing, it'll be bad either way because even if you get everything with Bradley Bill, you just put in Westbrook. Well, taking up all your money with just a whole bunch of draft picks and young dudes, which won't work well anyway. So either way, it's a bad situation for him, regardless. Exactly. Uh, my prediction is Bradley's going to get traded with fans next year. Want to see Dame and uh, Bill team up at this point, trade him for CJ straight up at this point, and see what happens. See, both players need, like, new new scenery for real. But <laughs> we'll see. Because how tall is CJ? How tall is CJ? Because Bradley... Cause Bradley Bill only like six three, I think. Yeah, CJ only about six three. Also, he's not that tall either. Oh, never mind. They both small. It'll still be a small guard thing. But I feel like Bradley Bill better. I think like having Bradley Bill would be better though, because I feel like he's a better player than CJ. So maybe it'll work. Even though him and even the small guard thing will still be a thing. Maybe Bradley Bill will be a upgrade. I would love to see Bradley Bill play alongside Luca in Dallas. That'd be nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Bradley playing off the ball, Luca creating shots for Bradley. Bradley be wide open, bro. The whole game, it'd be wild. Hey, we we can just skip the Milwaukee Miami series. We already said something about that. We can just skip that. Yeah, I mean, then from New York, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Boston. Anything out of those two series in the East that really uh, caught your eye moving forward. Any narrative changes for you? Anything that, that kind of caught you off guard with it, with the um, how things turned out? I don't know what Miami's gonna do, really. But I just I I want Boston to. I don't know. They, I know they said they were thinking about trading Kemba, so I wonder what they'll get get back get back for him. But really, I just want Boston to get it together, man. J, JT didn't deserve to get to get a uh, gentleman swept like he did. Putting it all out on the court like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, Kemba's definitely getting traded this offseason. I heard like both Kemba and Boston want to part ways with each other. 
Uh, I heard a rumor going around. I don't know if it's going to happen, but a rumor uh Kimba possibly going to Dallas for KP. KP going back to um, Boston. That's a rumor I heard. Yeah. Yeah, Training two players and need change the scenery, but yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't either. know how I feel about that because they both um, have seemed to be. Kimba had a few bright spots, but they both seem to be unreliable in the playoffs so yeah. far. So I mean, we just ruled that out. But yeah, I just need Boston to get together. Yeah, now Brad Stevens plot twist. Well, he's the president of basketball operations now, so now they're looking for a new head coach also. Yeah, yeah. Plot See how that goes. For real. Speaking of head coaches with the Hawks, Nate series, I'm happy for um, Nate McMillan, the Hawks coach, man, because Indiana fired him last year, even though they, they shouldn't expect it to win far in the playoffs anyway because they were like, oh, he can't get past the first round. Then as soon as they fired him, the next year he get the Hawks job after Lloyd Pierce got fired. And now he got past the first round with the Hawks. And then in Indiana, the coach they replaced him with, they fired him after only one year. They didn't make the playoffs. So uh, good to see um, black coaches succeed in the league. So I'm shout out to Nate McMillan. Coach of the Atlanta Hawks and Trey Young, Ice Trey been eating too. So. You know what I'm saying? With the Portland head coach, I hope I hope Chauncey get that job. Yeah, yeah, he'll be good, especially if Dame stay there because Chauncey, you know, he's a point guard. Yeah. So him and Dame would be good. He'd be a good mentor for Dame. Or maybe one of the women, but I really want Chauncey to get that job just because of the point guard thing with him and Dame. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Chauncey's definitely the best fit. I want to see Chauncey go there. I want to see Sam Cassell get the Celtics job, and I want to see Becky Hammond get the Orlando Magic job because they're a rebuilding team. So I think that'll be a good spot for Becky Hammond. You know, she won't have a lot of pressure, and she can bring some of that Spurs system down to Orlando. They rebuilding from the jump. All right, so we're talking about Portland, uh, but I guess we can go ahead to the Portland Denver series. Then, what uh, do y'all think the change in coach? Out of what you saw with Portland in the, in in the series, do you think a changing of the head coach would give Portland what they need to get over the hump, or are you looking for some more moves to be made um, to get Portland over the hump? Yeah, you definitely got to make moves. You got to get a C. You might have to get a CJ up out of there. Most definitely might have to get Nurkic up out of there. But I don't know who would want to come to Portland. Portland, that's the thing. Melo can stay there. But other than that, you might have to get them two up out of Yeah, I agree. I don't care if Phil Jackson coaches that team, man. With the roster is constructed. It ain't going nowhere. It is. I mean, it's time to split the Damon CJ backcourt up, like Young Master said. They need a, a better 3 and D wing. Nurky, she's too injury prone, man. I think the best case scenario, I just want Dame to get out of there, but I know he probably not. But. They're going to have to make some major moves this all season. I don't know what it is, but if they keep running it back with the same roster, the same thing will keep happening. They're going to keep losing in the first round of the playoffs every year. Yeah, because these teams, they're just getting better every year. And with y'all, with them not doing anything to make the team better, it's just not going to not. Gonna yeah, they don't play a look at defense either. So they're not going nowhere. We had, you know, Utah and Memphis. main thing for me was just, you know, John Morant is legit. Team not there yet all the way. Utah was just better, but they're they're gonna be a presence moving forward. Talking about Memphis. They're gonna be yeah, somebody Dil- out of fact. Yeah, Dylan with Dylan, John, and Jaren, they could be a, a big three. Really. Sure, man. Memphis on the on the rise. Uh, they like one one solid piece away. Another uh, solid score, and then as long as the young guys keep developing, yeah, they on the rise, man. Gotcha. And then 
LA and Dallas, great series. I was watching that every game, pulling, hoping that Luca and them could pull it out, man. You know, every game, man. Uh, shoot. Main thing I pulled from this, and I'll go ahead and say it, man. Your boy Porzingis ain't he ain't the he ain't the number two that Luca needs. I, no, he need to that, that's what I got. That's why I was about to go off, man. Because my boy, my, I love I love Porzingis. I really do. Is it is, is it the whole, the whole nickname thing that, that I can't say? But <laughs> he he just I don't. He had the nerve to say that he felt like he was in Luca's shadow. Boy. Of course, you in Luca's shadow when you out there not performing. Consistently hurt, can't make a three to save your yeah, life. Like, like you rather them put the ball in your hands and y'all lose. That's exactly like happen. Tim Harder, <laughs> Finney Smith. Finney Smith is almost like I don't know what number best number player he is on the team, but he really not like that. He was out out performing Porzingis in this playoff series. Tim Hardaway Jr. was outscoring him. I know Jalen Brunson is still young, but he was looking making more of an impact than Porzingis. And just him saying that, it, I feel it was just really disrespectful to Luke. But like, if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't even be in this position. So I don't even, I, and I don't even know what team he would fit on anyway. So I, don't, I, I just didn't like that. But I still, I still love Porzingis. But I just didn't like the way he, he went about that whole situation. Man, Porzingis gave Dallas anything. Like he would have averaged just like 16, 17 points per game. If Dallas would have won that seventeen. They would have won. They would have beat him in at least five. Yeah. They would have beat him in five yeah. if that was the case. If he was at least averaging seventeen to twenty points, they would have beat the Clippers in five. Mm-hmm. Easily, man. Easily, bro. He, I won't say five, like but I won't say five. But at least they would have won if he yeah. could have gave them around a solid seventeen points, eight rebounds, ten rebounds a game. If he could have gave them that, yeah, they don't want to see most likely, man. That ain't him though. <laughs> You said what, Jay? Say it again. He fell off, though, man. He, I think, but he, he fell off, man, because his first year in Dallas, he, he was a dominant player. He won't like this. I don't think they used to hit him with injuries. Yeah the, yeah, the series in the bubble last year, he was hooping. They probably would have almost swept him last year in the bubble if he, yeah. he would have stayed healthy. So, so um, I, I personally, I'm good off Porzingis. I'm not of the thought process of, hey, you know, this is first year back from injury. Let's see how he meshes later. I I don't like it. The problem is coming up off of him, off of that contract that he got, that's going to be hard. Exactly. That's going to be hard. I don't know who's going to want to take that. And so they might be stuck with him. But I definitely think Mark Cuban, the GM, Rick Carlisle, they're going to be looking to see what they can do. Um, to get get some help around Luca because you got something special with him, so you need to be proactive. You can't be sitting around. You need to be proactive, and I would move that boy. But um, yeah, and then yeah, I'll move. If they if they don't, they'll have to like it's just like AD. He don't want to. They don't want to play the five. So you had like y'all found Drummond to play the five. I seen I seen some earlier you know, on social media. It was probably it was just like a, a edit or whatever, maybe like a fake page, but. Jared Allen, if they was to pick up Jared Allen, that would be a great pickup for them. So they wouldn't have to play the five. And I just feel like he'll be a great pickup for Dallas in general. Yeah, he'll come in and do the dirty work. He'll be a good pick and roll player for Luka, too. So I like that. Yeah, yeah definitely going to be interesting to see what Dallas does to come back. They right there. They're at the ceiling and where you know a change needs to be made. So that'll be interesting. 
And then last but not least for this first round, you have Phoenix knocking out the Lakers 4-2, man. Uh, <laughs> Jay, what's your uh, biggest takeaways, man, from the series? Man, I got to get the Suns their props, though, because they took care of business, man. Can't even lie, D-Book was eating. Um, the role players were playing good, Jay Crowder, Mikael Bridges. DeAndre Ayton was eating the series. Chris Paul, after the injury, came back strong. But, man, the Lakers' biggest concern is the AD's fragileness, man. LeBron's age is really looking like starting to take a toll on the Lakers because without a healthy AD, L.A. isn't going anywhere. And then LeBron can't keep carrying the loaders on the show um, load on his shoulders like he has. I mean, he about to be in year 19. So and the role player is very disappointing. Uh Kuz was disappointed. Schroeder, KCP. That was one game, KCP and Schroeder. And they have no points combined between both of them. And they started it. That's ridiculous, man. Lakers still don't have no shooters. So it's very concerning. So they're gonna have to uh, make some moves to all teams and improve. Kyle yeah. Kuzma definitely got to go to, especially that video that I sent y'all the other day. He's about to be playing in China next season. <laughs> the Shanghai Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, they they gonna have to they gonna have to shake some stuff up, man. So I, I you know that could be a whole daggone episode in itself. But I they got to shake it up, and um, as far as I'm concerned, I just need LeBron back, AD back. We'll see what's good with Caruso. We'll see what's good with Taylor Horton Tucker. Everybody from Clip Sports got to stay. Everybody. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not too tight on KCP. Ideally, I, from what I've seen out there, I'm, if I'm the Lakers, I'm looking at Kyle Lowry. I'm looking at Lonzo Ball. And I'm looking at uh, uh, J.J. Reddick. I'm looking at Reggie Bullock. I, I'm not even capping. These are the type. I'm look. I, well, you don't want Lonzo. I thought you would want Lonzo back on the Lakers. Yeah, nah, he already gave us gave up on us one time. We don't, we nah, don't it was all part of the plan. We we gonna we gonna go to New York, man. LA gave us gave up on us already. We gonna we might take. You know, good where if LeBron calls Zoe said it's time. <laughs> it's time. I sent you down there. Come on up. You you telling me Zoe ain't pulling back up? They, of course he's gonna pull. Of course exactly. He's from there I, too, so it'll be hard for him not. Bro, I would I would go. I'm for real. If I if I knew I had an, a two, a, a two coming in that was a knockdown shooter that was a bucket. I'm I would think about Lonzo Ball. If he go back to LA, I feel like it would be his team. He gonna run the show basically at the point. That's what you said. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, basically he'll he'll be running the show basically. It'll be his thing if he come back to LA. That's how I feel like it should be. Jay, how how do you feel with with the potential swapping out of Schroeder for Alonzo and uh and or Kyle Larry? I love it. You know, back on the trade deadline, I wanted to like to trade Schroeder for Larry anyway. I was saying we need so to trade for Kyle saying, Larry. Who, who you want? You want if it's Lowry or Ball? Who you want? Cal Lowry, because we trying to win yeah, right now. Cal Lowry already has championship experience, and he comes up clutching in the playoffs. So we trying to win right now while LeBron's still on the team. We need to get Cal Lowry, and I think we'll be able to get him on a short term contract too. But the problem with the Lakers all season, what do you say? 
Is DeMar yeah, DeRozan free? Enough, hey, look. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I would go get Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan and say, look. Oh, they you can't beat them doing That's a storyline. Hey, you bro. gotta do it. You gotta do it. You hey, gotta do it. it. Jalen, tell me now. I, I know obviously DeMar, he doesn't have the three-point shot you want, right? He don't got the shots you want. But he is a he can he can create. Of course, bro. We had a chance to bring DeMar in. You gotta do it because he's a bucket. That's what we need. He's Another a bucket. He just he just saying that he ain't a steady three point threat though. That's the only problem with him. He's not a steady three point threat. Kyle Lowry would be getting excited about these. But look, if we could get them and somehow and bring in some more shooters, some more guys that can shoot. I I, I think the Lakers got some. They got some uh, options this offseason to make something shape, man. But uh, we're gonna move on from the uh, from that. From the Lakers, man. You know, we can go all day with that, man. We can hop into this, uh, into these conference semifinals. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, uh, we was about to move on to this, uh, to the conference semifinals, but real quick, one last thing about the Lakers, man. Uh, I do not. I appreciate all the time, hard work, and effort so far, and this is just a fan. I do not want to see Kyle Kuzma in the Lakers jersey past this season. I, I, I just, I think it would hurt my soul if I saw him lacing up for the Lakers again this upcoming season he just no there's no i don't even want to talk about it if you know you know he should <laughs> not be don't i don't want to see it i don't want to see it on west, on west side 824 mafia 824 mafia. <laughs> I, i'm telling you i'm telling you boy come on man what's you doing what's you doing Look, it's crazy. time for a change of scenery bro time yeah. for a change of scenery yeah it, i think it's best he need to go be on a a a a a, a, a Orlando, bottom Indiana of the pack team. Yes. Yeah. No, send him back home on the Detroit. Send him oh, yeah, Detroit. Detroit, Detroit yeah. get go there every 20 points per game. Detroit. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah, Jared Grant. Speaking, speaking of Detroit, hey, guys. Sign, sign and trade. Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose, sign and trade. Derrick, you know Derrick up in that New York. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, New York. I'm saying uh, Detroit do got uh, 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 they do have uh, Wayne Ellington that is coming off as a free agent. That's somebody else the Lakers should look at. Uh, but get Kyle Kuzma. Ain't that nigga, ain't he old? No, he got a rat. I know that. We need racks. We need guys that yeah, have racks. And right, I'm sorry. I, I'll get out this. JJ read it. Lakers better be on the phone with JJ Reddy. Jalen. Oh, yeah, because he, he probably won out of Dallas. He, right? he, he need to be on the phone. I forgot he was even on the Mavericks roster. He didn't play at all. He don't. What's the point? But, yeah, y'all was talking about getting Wayne Ellington like two years ago. I mean, yeah, we want Wayne. We can get him, honestly. We he ain't going We just need shooters. We need guys to know we got racks, man. Other than that, man, just, you know, 
He's like, don't don't even talk to him. Um, anywho, man. So the team that dethroned the Lakers were the Phoenix Sun, led by Chris Paul and Devin Booker. They have a game coming up tonight, game four against the Denver Nuggets, man. Phoenix is up 3-0. Jalen, what does Phoenix have to do to close this thing out tonight and sweep these boys? Is there any reality that you see that happen? Yeah, it's going to be a sweep. The series is over with. All they got to do is keep playing. It's a sweep, bro. Once the team get out 3-0, they mentally is is over. Oh. Like, there, there's no coming back. The Nuggets are unchecked out, bro. It's a sweep. It's over. It's a wrap. It's oh. <laughs> yeah, it's over with. I, I say I heard my boy MPJ back was hurt. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Oh. Boy, Yo just had a 20 and 20 game for the first time since Willis Reed on 29 shots. Oh. They still lost. So it's over with. That boy said a sweep. Get the broom, hey, baby. Yeah, bro. You think Devin gonna win tonight? You gotta, you gotta get the Swiffer dusting. I mean, yeah, Swiffer, uh, 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 the mop, the everything. I'm a, the put the push the broom. Push broom, broom from, the from out, school. yeah, yeah, sir. The outside broom, the inside, all everyone. Dustpan broom. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I it if Denver gets swept. I would be surprised. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I, you know, coming into this, you wouldn't have thought Denver would. I, I wouldn't have thought Denver would have got swept. I, I just, if that boy, how can I say it, man? They better. They can't get swept. They gotta get one game. Do you get swept, and you and your team got the MVP? You get swept, and your guy just got the MVP, and y'all get swept. Swept. It should went to step. It should. It just should have went to Steph Curry. If this nigga was just gonna get swept. Swept. Like I should just went to Steph. Y'all, I swear. Y'all, if they get swept coming off and they got the MVP on their squad, you know that's just not a good look. But I, I think uh, they they in Phoenix. It's it, they prime for the kill. We gonna see, man. It's gonna be very interesting. We'll see how. Uh, Porter Jr. comes out. We'll see how Austin Rivers, because I'm talking about the guys other than Yoke, because we know what Yoke going to do. Will Barton. We, gonna, we know what Yoke going to do. Will Barton. We see Aaron Gordon. See how Aaron Gordon ain't been doing nothing. Yeah. I got I got one question. Why is not Bo Bo been getting more minutes? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Her. I feel like Bobo should be getting. Well, what I heard is Bobo is not a hard worker, so they ain't Mike Malone ain't getting no minutes. Say he lazy out there, so he ain't earning no I don't know if he. I don't know if Bobo know how much of a factor he can be in the NBA game, but he ain't a hard worker. He tripping. I just don't think Bobo realized how good he can be. I, I don't think he take the game as serious as he could have. Cause I mean, I I do think he should be able to contribute something to Denver, but I mean, there got to be a reason he hasn't been getting any burn all year. Yeah. It gotta be, cause man, I just been wanting to see him, MPJ, and Jokic on the floor together at the same time. Like I just been wanting to see that. Yeah, I like, like I said, I'm just mad that Jamal got hurt, cause I feel like Jamal was healthy. The Nuggets probably possibly could have made it to the finals this year with a healthy Jamal Murray. It was, a, it was against the Warriors. He wanted to tear. I'm a, I, I ain't gonna never forget that he wanted to tear his ACL against the Warriors. A team that they probably won't ever go see again in the uh, after that game or whatever. 
and he went, and it was already getting blown out. So I'm just like, bro, he really wanted to tear the ACL again in a meaningless game against the Right. Should have been playing anyway because they kind of rushed him back. That was rough. Yeah, gone. So that's that's the Phoenix prediction. We'll stay with it West. So Utah is up 2 1 on the Clippers. Donovan Mitchell was balling out. Uh, you know, he on some other stuff looking like D Wade on that first Miami run type. That's the type of vibes he been giving on the first two games, man. Uh Kawhi and them said, Hold up, we here. They got that last game three, man. What uh you know, what's Jay, what you looking for with this next game, man? Who you who you got on game four? Game four is gonna be a real determinant fact. There, my prediction will be based off if Mike Collins will be able to play or not. I think the Clippers even it up. I might just go ahead and assume he's probably going to stay out one more game. So I might have the Clippers even it up. Try to think up at 2 2 because they got they at home court right now. Uh, I think they're playing with some momentum on their bats, but I got uh, the Clippers time to think up at 2 2. Keep it hot. Even if Mike Conley do come back. Let Paul George and Kawhi give you 60 almost every game. I don't think it'll matter if Mike Conley came back. The Clippers will win that series. If they give you 60 every other game with a occasional 20 for maybe Reggie and Marcus sometimes, they're going to win the series. Oh, that's a big if. That's a big if, though, especially on PG part, man. That's what I'm saying. Because he might come back game four and give you, like, 20. See, that's the, in my opinion, that's the thing with them. They have the capability. They have the capacity to do what we're talking about. It's just a matter if they are. And I think that they should, especially with the way Reggie Jackson playing. He's been hooping. He's been their third best player. He bailed him out in the first two games. If it wasn't for him, they would have got blown out both games. I'm trying to tell you, Reggie Jackson – is and he ain't even like that. I don't know. He been he been he been doing something. He looked like something right now. So anyway, man, uh, you know, I think definitely uh that one is still teeter totter to me. That one can go either way. And um I do think the Clippers have more experience, have a more experienced team, and they have the tools to get this done. But they're gonna have to be, they're gonna have to execute at a tip top level. If they can't, if the Clippers don't execute, Utah will beat them. So, yes. Yeah, but say, I've been, Utah, I was feeling like Utah, they beat the Clippers or make it out with. Because it's just the way, and they got, they play Gobert playing as good as defense he does. Like I heard earlier, it gives everybody else a chance to actually lock in on their defensive assignment. So it's like if they do that and the way they shoot the ball, it's like what can you really do with it? Yeah, man, Utah plays team basketball, right? That's why that's the difference between this series and the last series for the Clippers. Utah is not the Mavs. It's not a one-man show. Even though Donovan is the superstar, Utah has more depth around Donovan, like more team players. They got Bob Donovich that can drop you 20-plus any given night. Joe Ingles can get you buckets. Jordan Carson can drop you 20 to 30. Then Mike Conley hadn't even come back yet. He's a facilitator. Then you got Rudy Gobert, man in the paint, and Royce O'Neal on the wing. So that's what I'm saying. So it's a whole different team. I like the way Utah plays, like, team basketball. So who you going with? Yeah, boo. Jazz and seven. Yeah. Yeah, mess.
I'm not even going to lie to you. I might be going Jazz and seven as well. I just want to see Donovan get there. The Clippers and them, they cool and all, but I'm kind of rooting for the for the young guy. I think this is a series where that home court really makes a difference, man. Utah at home, their fans are, are crazy. So I'm taking Utah and winning a game seven on their home court. And Donovan just liked that, right? Like, Donovan has been the best player in the series on either team. I got trust in Donovan, man. He he know how to step up when you need to step up. So I got trust in him. Man. It's all um it's all on Boogie and then really and speaking of well, yeah, the other Boogie, but speaking of him, how did they how did Indiana manage not to keep him and Sabonis together? Indiana is a weird organization, right? There's a lot of stuff <laughs> that I question them about. But yeah, Bogey because him and Sabonis together is crazy. Yep. Bogey is a huge piece for Utah, and I don't know if y'all saw. Uh, I forgot. What, I think we game two. Guarding this man, ninety V, like the whole length of the court and Kawhi face the whole full court. And Kawhi was really yeah, struggling with him. And with Joe Eagles always being in PG head, I mean, well, I say besides last game with with, with the thirty one, Joe Eagles in the past has gotten the best of Paul George every single time. That's his dad, bro. <laughs> man, I. Uh, I, I still think the Clippers should be able to beat these dudes. That, that's the thing. They should be, we, we think they that. should be able to beat these dudes, man. Um, like I'm for real. They really should. I. It's crazy. It's going to go seven games if the Clippers don't beat them. They just if they don't beat them in game. Three, it, they'll probably they might be out of there in five or six. They don't beat the Clippers if the Clippers don't beat them. Oh, yeah, this a must win for the Clippers. They're going to have three one. It's a wrap. They're not yeah, coming I, back. I, I think I think personally yeah. this series is a must win because if they go out again, Kawhi to Miami. I'm gonna tell you that 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 whole court is going to be. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. So I think depending on how they go out could determine what happens to the Clippers if they go out. So I think definitely for what team has the most on the line right now, I think it's definitely the Clippers. Like win or lose, the the impact is going to be the strongest for the Clippers. For sure. Yeah, they lose. Shout out Vonnie and Steve Kawhi to Miami. If, they, if the Clippers lose, I would love. I would love that. <laughs> Maybe Milwaukee and Brooklyn. They had their game earlier today. Milwaukee tied it up. The series up two two. Kyrie Irving went down with an ankle injury. Said he had to leave the arena in a boot and crutches. Didn't the X rays came back negative, so that didn't break any bones. So don't know what. Kyrie's status is, man. So with a KD-led Brooklyn going up against a Giannis-led Milwaukee, you got a best out of three series moving forward. Who you going with? Going with Giannis and Chris, I think I'm Kobe Middleton at some times. But I'm going with them. Cause I, don't, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. KD by itself with this Brooklyn team, I don't know. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I'm the same way, bro. Because already, yeah, because already without Harden, it's a, it's kind of a mess, especially with how the how the last well, yeah, the, the game two started, or was it? No, it was game how game three started. 
they went like 0 for 9, 0 for 9, 0 for 7 from the field, like the first two, three minutes or something like that. They started off slowing down 33 to 9. Yeah, without if Kyrie goes out with a, I feel like it might be a high ankle sprain because it looked pretty bad when he stepped on Giannis's foot. He'll probably be out the rest of the series, most likely. So I might have to go with the Bucks in, in six if that's the case. Or maybe KD might, because he almost made that game winner. They could have potentially won a 3 0 in that game, I might add. That game was terrible, but they could have potentially would have three up, but now it's tied to the Bucks to six, maybe seven, because KD might be able to sneak one in there by itself. But yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, that's why I had this series just flip, man. Like, I'm with you. I don't know. Okay, before the injuries happened, or before the injury to Kyrie happened, I, I had Brooklyn win this series, no doubt. But if Kyrie isn't able to go the rest of this series, and if James isn't able to come back, man, I'm like you. I don't know if KD will be able to shoulder the load enough to beat Milwaukee two out of three. Because because apparently PJ Tucker was on his head today because KD shot he was. like he I know he shot one he shot one for eight from the three but I forgot what his uh I think it was like nine was it nine for twenty two it was something like that but I know he shot one for eight from three today yeah I think he shot like nine of twenty five overall yeah PJ was eating he was on but it was rough I, do you think James is gonna come back for the series over that's the that's the big question dude nah they might as well just keep him out. If, if it's a hamstring, they say it's getting better, but if that's the case, nah, it's forced, in my opinion. Yeah, this will be a plot twist for me because without the injuries, like I said, I had Brooklyn advance all the way to the finals. So, <laughs> I mean, this opened up a, a window for Milwaukee and Philly, teams like that, to have a chance possibly to get to the finals, man, if um, Kyrie and James are not able to play. Yeah, man. So. That's going to be very interesting to watch play out. So it's so crazy how stuff kind of balance out, man, in the weird way stuff be balancing out. So we'll see. I do think um, there's a ch- – I don't know. We got to see what come back with Kyrie because, like you said, that we don't know if he'll be able to come back at all. And with the hamstring with James, that just don't – most time guys with a hamstring, they ain't bouncing back like that. Um, so – Maybe if they can get it to like a game seven, push the two more games out. Maybe I don't know. So, uh, and then the last series, um, Philly and Atlanta. Philly's up two one. Uh, I know. I think both of y'all picked Philly to win this series. I think. Um, mm-hmm. Anything changed with that? Yeah. For y'all. Uh, not really, because Atlanta's gonna be Atlanta, so I'm I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if they got it. But you feel me? With Joel out here averaging almost thirty thirty five on a slightly torn meniscus, I don't know if Atlanta be. Yeah, it didn't really change nothing for me. Even even if with him doing this on a torn meniscus, I'm just like yeah. And DeAndre Hunter uh, is out for the. Uh, for the uh, Hawks, he uh, he had a uh, thing of torn meniscus. He had surgery, but that's like the only injury for them. But other than that, they got some shooters still. You know, he didn't miss match problems. So, like, you know, I said, if he's healthy, man, it's a wrap. I got Atlanta winning one more game, but I think Philly wins the series in six. Yeah, I was say, if, I feel like if Philly, if Philly get the next game in Atlanta, they'll, they'll, fin- yeah, they'll finish it out in Philly. Yeah. Yeah, so it's demoralizing if a team go down either three or three one, especially like they just going to bail in at that point. 
Yeah, and I don't see Atlanta coming back 3-1. So. Nah, so this next game is a must-win for Atlanta, no doubt. And the way it's looking, Philly might be the East representative, without, which I would not be mad at. If Philly and Milwaukee play in the East Conference Finals, I would have Philly beating Milwaukee in that series. Yeah. Yeah, I have Philly beating them too. I don't trust Milwaukee, man. I just don't. I still don't trust them. Like, they <laughs> – Nah, because Chris Middleton was the only reason they won that last game. Yeah, like, Giannis is a great player, but I always say he's the most flawed superstar there is because, like, they've been saying he don't have a bag. But- <laughs> I'm sorry to go back to the series, but yeah, he literally had no type of bag. Like that, I was say I think y'all y'all might know this play. The play I'm talking about, it went, it kind of went viral or whatever. Blake was guarding this man in the paint. <laughs> yeah, this man dribbled it all the way back out to the top of the key, just to get a driving start, just to get just for Blake to pack his shit and have it to be a jump ball call. Like that was, was like one of the funniest things ever. Like he literally had no type of offensive bag at all. Yeah, right. Just put his head down, bulldoze his way in the lane, and you know it's the day that guy. I think he had like three offensive fouls, and Giannis, you can take a charge, get a charge on him. You just gotta be brave enough to stand in there and say because he's just gonna run in there with his shoulder down every time, fast as he can. Yeah, basically, basically, yeah, basically, Philly and six. Basically, if they get this game, uh, the next game in Atlanta. Yo, Philly and six. Giannis is about to come on that he is what he is at this point, Liz. Honestly, uh, yeah, he, he was on there. I seen him <laughs> on there today. He, he was on that he is who he is. Liz. Like, he's a great player, but he, I don't think he ever wanted to develop you know that consistent jumper uh, or skill moves. To be honest, he might be the the, the best duo partner for Luca. He, that's what I wanted him to do. I wish he would have waited to sign, not sign that extension, play this year out, became a free agent this offseason. And sign with the Mavericks to team up with Luca. That would have been so nasty, but you know he stayed in Milwaukee, so it is what it is. But I would have loved to see him team up with Luca. Yeah, so niggas got dog of the week. Really, my dog of the week just might be a uh, Devin Bean Booker. You know what I'm saying? Just because he really out there, really looking like Kobe out there. I was thinking like the, the pump fake he did on uh, Austin River. They I seen on Twitter the exact play with Kobe did the exact. It looked the exact same. The play and everything. It was crazy. Yeah, D Book nice with it, man. My uh, dog of the week, Donovan Mitchell. No more needs to be said. What this dude doing in the playoffs is ridiculous. Uh he's like been one of the best playoff performers we've seen in the last couple of years. Uh it's time for everybody to start putting some shit on his name as a, a true star in this league, man. So yeah, Donovan Mitchell's dog of the week. I um both of those are good. I don't see nothing wrong with either one. Uh just for the sake of switching it up, I'm gonna go with Chris Paul just because um I think you know Devin Booker did his thing. Um, but I think Chris fighting through that uh neck slash shoulder injury he had with LA helping will that team through um you know, sending LeBron them home and then for just how he's been able to kind of just really steer this um, Suns team up 3-0 on Denver with the chance to go to the conference. I mean, literally, Chris Paul, you know, he's helping drive them to the conference finals. And so uh, for him fighting through the injury and doing all that, man, I'm going to give it to Chris Paul, my my dog of the week these past two weeks. Uh, Chris yeah, Paul might finally make a finals appearance this year. Yeah, I'm 
Yeah, old man Paul been hooping, man. I like it. Old man Paul. Yeah. Um, well, fellas, y'all got any last thoughts? Anything before we uh sign out this month? I definitely do. On the on the on the music tip, is one to shout out the Migos for dropping Culture Three. I really feel like at the end of the year, this will be one of the best albums dropped this year. Look at that Culture Three and Roddy Rich. I found his uh his single late at night the other day. That's a banger too. Look at that as well. Hey, I don't got nothing, but man, I'm just staying tuned to this Utah Clippers series and this Milwaukee Brooklyn series. Because I don't know how either series really they can go either way. So I'm gonna stay in tune with these two series, man. They're going out to the work. Bit bit, bit bit. Well, until next time, folks. Thank you for listening to the Basketball Jones Podcast. This is your boy Jonathan. Your boy Keith One, aka your message. Your boy Jalen. We got this thing, gang. Yeah, y'all need to go get that culture three for real.